Hello and welcome to Massive Brand Podcast. This is episode 15, where I'm going to share with you the five reasons why most business coaches fail. So if you are in the online space, as I am, you have seen so many coaches come and go, come back, rebrand, take a break, come back, announce they're back, and then leave again. And so I want to share with you why that happens and how we you and I, because we're serious, can work on ways to make sure that that never happens to us. Let's get started. Hello and welcome to Massive Brand Podcast with Tanya Watkins. This podcast was created for lady bosspreneurs who are looking to create a personal brand that stands out, package their greatness, and monetize their hustle. Tanya, the founder of Massive Brand Consulting, is a brand and online monetization strategist who believes that with smart hustle and sassy marketing strategies, you can become a boldly confident influencer in your market, build a loyal, engaged community, and create much more than a six-figure business. All right, so I'm so excited to get into this topic. This is something that I've been chatting about with my biz besties behind the scenes as we've just been noticing the influx of women coming and going into the space, um, finding themselves having to rebrand, leaving, coming back with their vulnerable posts about how they had anxiety, depression, and all of these things, and not to make light of any of that because I'm serious, but we I've noticed that there has been a lot of inconsistency in this industry. And um, so side note, you'll notice that there's been a gap in episodes. I am so excited not only to share this information with you, but to be able to talk without coughing. I have been sick for the past month and a half and also had pneumonia. So I've been just like straight out just doing like knee deep in client work and not really showing face because Truthfully speaking, I haven't been able to speak much without coughing, so this is so exciting. Uh, Not only because I love talking about this topic, but because I can. So I'm going to jump right into it. So I just sat here and I crafted out five reasons why the coaching industry is right now, we're in a pivotal moment in time where the marketplace is telling us what they want and whether or not we listen decides our future, decides your success and decide your longevity in this space. So one of the things, and you're going to be like, wait a minute, some of this sounds like it should be helping her, but it's really not. So let's start with number one, and that's too much automation. She has removed herself away from her client so much that she has lost the pulse on her own business. You see, automation is great because it allows for you to secure leads, right? It allows for you to to bring traffic to your website and to your social, and it allows for you to close people who, you know, maybe into your digital programs or even your one-on-one offerings without having to show face, right? So in theory, it's great, but then what happens is you lose touch. You lose touch of what she's talking about, what she's agonizing over, right? Her pain points, because you knew them six months ago when you created all this automation because you had your finger on the pulse and then you put this all together and walked away. So now you're no longer resonant, right? Like as you grow and you learn and you develop, so does your ideal client. And we take that for granted. We say, oh my God, I just, I did my whole client profile. I know who she is. I know how to serve her. And then you put this whole system into automation and you walk off. Clearly there's a disconnect. 
So I'm urging you, if you are someone who has systems and you're really savvy about how to put these systems in place and you're walking off, I challenge you to step back into the game. I challenge you to ask more questions. I challenge you to figure out where she is today and not lead with where she was six months ago because it's not working. So yes, we want savvy automation. I talk about that a lot in my business and in in my programming. Um, But at the same time, you want to make sure that you understand where she is in her business that you can help her today and not solve the problems from a year ago. Right. You're trying to solve the problems from a year ago, but she's trying to tell you, no, that's not where I'm at. I'm over here. But you don't know because you put so much automation in place that you lost. You're out of the game. So too much automation. Yes, we need to make sure that we are working smarter, not harder, but not to the detriment of our business. Okay. Number two, too many receipts. So you can literally scroll my timeline my Instagram, my Twitter, I have like three followers on Twitter, so don't, don't make fun of me, but you can scroll all of that and you will rarely find money claims and I'm balling out. My clients are balling out. Like, listen, we make good money. Like I wouldn't be able to do this if I didn't, right? My clients wouldn't be able to hire me over and over again if they didn't. But why are we, why do we need to lead with that? Right? We, we want to lead with transformation. What, these opportunities provide. And sometimes we get so excited over the attention that we get when we post the screenshot that said we had a 50k month. And that's great. But I'm telling you right now, the marketplace is looking for more. So the marketplace is never ever going to be where we're like, you know, I don't need to see any receipts at all. Like, no, I trust you. Um, I'm going to give you $10,000 because I trust you. No, they want to know that you can provide the results that they're looking for. But that's the most important part. Not that you're balling out and you're on a yacht. Like, that's great. But how can you help me? Right? It's great that your client was able to sell $20,000 worth of products. But I don't sell that stuff that she's selling. I'm over here. So how can you help me? We lose sight of rich content because we're so much involved in how do I get her to react and over what I'm doing that's seemingly so amazing because I'm sharing all these screenshots, but I'm not sharing substance, right? So I'm never going to tell you not to share your wins because that is a part of the massive brand strategy to share your wins, but share substance, right? How did this happen? If you are constantly hitting 50K months in your business, that's awesome. How, right? If your client is doing that, how? Because gone are the days where you could just share a screenshot of your PayPal and everyone comes running. They want more. And I'm seeing it every single day. These cl- these uh, coaches who are just, all they do is share screenshots and it's falling on deaf ears. They want rich content. That leads me into number three. So we're in a space right now where there is more competition than ever. And if your coach told you that there's no competition, she's lying because there is, because you better believe the person that's on your website was over on the other girl's website two seconds ago. So there is competition. You are very unique in what you do and what you provide and what you offer because you are uniquely made. So that's obvious. And it goes without saying, but there is competition. And so you want to put yourself out there in a way that allows her to understand that you have what it takes to help her reach her desired transformation. So you have to provide value in a way that can captivate her, 
that can teach her, that can hold her attention, that can move her along, that can help her activate self-esteem, that can help her push forward and take initiative on all these ideas that she has, right? So when we stop providing value, we lose market share. When you stop providing value for your audience, you lose market share. And so whether it's because we're caught up in automation, so we're we're not tuned in to her, that could be a reason why. It could be because we're sharing things like receipts, 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 and we're not sharing rich value. Or we're caught up in too much client work because we have priced ourselves in a way that doesn't allow for creativity. And that's a whole nother podcast. I won't get into that. But you have to make sure that you are continuously providing value so that she can take action in her business. The next is that there's no growth in your messaging. So just as I said at the start of this, if your client, your ideal client, is we're hoping that she's growing, right? We're hoping that she's not the same that she was a year ago, two years ago. If we're hoping that and we're, we're anticipating her growth, why are we not matching her growth with our messaging? Why I see so many coaches, and I'm like, dang, you still talking about that? We were talking about that two years ago. How? How is that still your message, right? Like, we, I understand that there's probably a time and place for when you want to stick to, maybe you are at a level right now where you're like, you know what, I only want to talk to startups, and that's all I want to do. So I'm just going to keep talking startup language. That's fine. But if you want to get to a point where you're growing your reach, growing your audience, you have to get savvier when it comes to your messaging and your marketing. Because what you're doing is leaving money on the table. So let's assume, right, that last year you you had a, an amazing year and you were able to help 25 startups, 50 startups, get their business up and running, they're growing their business, now they're in the scale mode. But you're over here talking about startups. So what do you think they're doing? They're not coming to you to buy again because they think you can't help them because all you do is talk about startups. Okay, I'm really passionate about this. So (laughs) I'm like, I'm not talking about you. Maybe you're like me and you get it. But maybe there's someone listening that's like, oh my God, that's me. Yeah, girl. Like you have to understand if you're good at what you do and you're taking, for example, startups to the next level, when she gets to the next level and you have nothing for the next level because all you're focused on is startups, you're leaving money on the table. So you want to diversify your messaging so that you're able to create a longer customer journey. You're able to create a sales cycle that allows her to move from one product to another. And by not doing that, Now she's going to hire someone else that's going to do what she needs to do to get her to her next level. Does that make sense? Yes. Next is no growth in your offering. So I was just talking to someone uh, last week and we were looking at her pricing structure and I had asked her, like, how did you get to 5,000? Like, what made you choose that number as your, like, the the number that you were going to put on as a price tag for your coaching. And she's like, well, that's what I'm worth. And she went on to explain why 5,000 is a perfect number. And it makes sense because of X, Y, and Z. 
and this is what the, the, the person's going to get if they opt into this coaching program. This is the transformation that they're going to receive. Once they go through this program, they'll be able to do X, Y, and Z. And it was awesome. And I was like, whoa, that's dope. And I'm like, well, how long have you been selling it for that? Um, two years. Okay, so you've been selling this program for two years. And you have all of these testimonials. You have also gone through additional training, coaching, development. You've traveled across the world. You've opted into high-level um, masterminds. You've created other products and services. You're in the process of writing a book. You're doing all of these things. And you said to me the reason why you chose $5,000 for that particular uh, offering, that coaching, was because you were worth it. So why is it you've done all of that in two years, what we just named, and this coaching package is still $5,000. So that's another reason why we're failing here is because we are not saying, we're saying that we're charging what we are worth, but we're not. You're still charging what you were worth two years ago. You're still charging what you were worth six months ago. You're still charging what you were worth five years ago. If you're, if the, here's the thing, if you have gone through all that, I just named yourself, right? You've invested in coaching. You've traveled to events. You have been on webinars and all of these things. And you have grown as a person, as a coach, as a businesswoman. And you're still charging the same price. That's an issue. Because you want to be able to charge your actual worth and not what you were worth back then. So I encourage you. As you know, I try to keep these quick and easy for you to digest. I give you tips and tricks on ways that you can scale and grow your business. And so let's do a quick recap so that you can take a look in your business. So this is your homework. What do I have on automation that makes sense for my business? And what do I need to take a look at so that I can show up more for her? One, two, do I need to share as much money wins as I'm sharing to get her to say yes? And if that is the case, should I share more about what I actually do so I can get her bought into the desired transformation that I provide rather than the money on the back end? Got to catch that. You want her to work with you because she cannot wait for the results that you're going to help her achieve. It's so much more than money. And your audience knows that, but you need to know it too. Three. Are you providing enough rich content for her to see your value? Are you sharing things that can allow her to be activated, to feel confident in what she can do? And lastly, to feel confident in what you can do for her. Four, do you feel like it's time to take a look at your messaging to see how you can up level so that you can start to attract more people and keep your existing customers longer? And five, this is a, this, this will be easy, an easy question to answer. Should I raise my prices or not? These are the questions you need to ask yourself. I hope this was very helpful. If you loved this episode, hit me up uh, at, in, on Instagram at Tanya B. Watkins or on Facebook. Um, and let me know. You can post a screenshot and then you can at me in your Instagram story. I will talk to you later. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to Massive Brand Podcast. 
I so hope you appreciated and enjoyed this episode. And if so, go ahead and subscribe so that you don't miss out on any future episodes as well as I would love for you to leave a review. And for doing that, I'm going to give you a free gift. So go over to tanyawalkins.com forward slash free training. And of course, to stay connected, you can follow me across social media at Tanya B. Watkins and be sure to join our Facebook group, Massive Brand Incubator. Until next time, 